Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's Dexter After Show. Oh, yeah, everybody. Hooray! Hooray! Bing is for doing, and here we are doing another amazing AfterBuzz TV after show for your favorite show, Dexter. And we're on Season 8, Episode 10, Goodbye Miami. And hello, world. I'm your host, <laughs> And I'm joined here by my awesome co-hosts. Hey, I'm Stephen Lemieux. Hey, I'm JJ Jurgens, And I'm Anna Cobble. And we all have wonderful auras glowing around Ooh. us at this moment, if you guys are watching on youtube right now <laughs> but we're going to be discussing the following topics tonight uh vogel is dead Woo-hoo! yay finally she, she's mostly dead she's mo- for the most part <laughs> she may be raised from the dead later on maybe not uh oliver saxon and everything that was going on with him uh hannah in hiding dexter's goodbyes to everybody and lastly Quinn is back with Deb. Yay! Yay. I think everybody's happy about that one. So let's go ahead and start talking about Vogel's dead. So let, let pretty much we're starting from the end of the episode. The best part. <laughs> finally, I have been dreaming about this day. I'm so glad yeah. she's finally dead. <laughs> she's terrible. Yeah. This um, we we got to see her throat get slit at the end, and <laughs> it was just even in death she just has to stain Dexter. She did. She she ruined his kill outfit. No, I mean it's just it it just doesn't make sense because Dexter is such the he's such the calm, calculated when it comes to death. Even even with Rita, did he pull her out of the water like that? No, but he he picked up Harrison, which I think was more important at the time. Yeah, you know he. I think the the comment that he made was born in blood, just like he had been. So I think his his primary concern was getting Harrison out of the room. I just mm-hmm. don't know why Dexter was so shook up over. And Vogel's I think it's ma- it was more it was more the rage that someone bested him than it was the rage that Vogel died. I would hope. 
I think he was really attached to her, which I don't get either. But I think that he really, like, I don't know, just felt... You even felt... Yeah, didn't make, yeah, it didn't make yeah. sense to me that he was willing to risk so much in his own life and his chance to get away for her. It just didn't make sense to me. But even Harry was edging him, too. Mm-hmm. Harry was like, and we were yeah. discussing that, too, while we were reviewing it. We were like, why is Harry doing this? It doesn't seem like something logical, right? Harry, the first rule was don't get caught. So why is he, it's like, look, Dexter, you have a marshal going after you. You have all this stuff going on. You're trying to flee the country of the fugitive. I don't think there's a better time than now. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think there's, hey, um, honey, give me like three days. I got to kill this guy <laughs> who, because I need to protect this woman who doesn't want me to protect her, but I don't know why I'm protecting her because I didn't know her before two weeks ago, mm-hmm. even though she's very creepy and she, <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of creepiness, this episode, we really got to see Oliver's deep set crazy eyes, just like Vogel's. Yeah. Oh, he has good crazy eyes. That was really, he did that well. He did. And but in the episode... Pretty much, it it pretty much opened with that, and it ended with that in a way too, right? Because they're having breakfast together, and he's sitting there like hunched over in such a crazy, wild-eyed way. Mm-hmm. He's he's like giving her the big time stare down over breakfast, and then it it ends like that. He's so predatory, just the way he was looking across from her over her mm-hmm. cup of tea, and she it was so obvious that she was scared of something, shaking her. It was a cool teapot, by the way, but she was <laughs> shaking that thing. Yeah. Oh man. If there's one thing that can be said to the analogy made about it being a predator is the way he killed Vogel in that when you when you see like predators who are trying to scare off their their like other other predators like they'll they'll just take a bite out of it more to- survivor 46 is here and so is on fire the only official survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline like prove that it's theirs and this was him just taking another bite out of Vogel like this is my mother it's not your mother and killing her it's like this is mine it was it was interesting especially the whole time he didn't even care it's his mom he just looks Dexter right in the eye as he does it yeah. well he hates her I mean it wasn't like oh it's you know it's his mom um, I, I think he's been harboring a lot of rage towards her for a long time and I'm not really sure why he, I, I, I think it might, we'll call this a prediction, an early mm-hmm. prediction, but um, I think it might just be a game that he wants to play with Dexter more so than having a relationship with uh, with Evelyn to begin with, because, you know, why now? Help me like you help Dexter, I just seems... I think you're right in that it's got to be something else, like a game or something, and he had to have only been here for Dexter, for the sole purpose that, why is he coming around now? 
Like, why after all these years is he just randomly, hey, I'm going to show up and then uh, I'm going to kill the one person who I'm connected to here and then, okay. Right, because he's he's dated somebody in Dexter's apartment complex. It seems like there's more of a connection to Dexter. And it's maybe it's just his... Maybe he was hacking the files. Of course, he hacks the files on her computer, has all her notes on Dexter. But it was his jealousy of her reaching out to Dexter and him learning of the code and all that, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I think it, he, it, it, a lot of it stems from jealousy. I mean, Zach. He killed Zach because he was jealous of Zach. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's killing Vogel because he's jealous of Dexter with what he has with his mom, even though he hates his mom. See, but here's the the weird thing, and I, I kind of see a little bit of flaws there in this in this argument. Is did she really call Dexter Dexter in her journals? Remember, she was writing, and when Dexter was reading about her, he was reading her journal. Um, he even said out loud, "Subject zero. She never referred to him as Dexter. I think in the journals, but he did know that uh, that she and Harry had created the code. Somehow, he knew about that. Unless he, she wrote in her journals though. If he, if, if Oliver knew that Subject Zero was the one who had the code, and then she wrote that, I just had another meeting with Subject Zero after coming back to Miami to meet him. Right. He would know that he's the one with the code, and he would know that she's in Miami and he's in Miami. Right. So I guess that could spur him into action because she's back in contact with. The most peculiar case, if he wants to be normal and live a normal life, still being able to slaughter people. And that would make sense. I actually want to jump on your bandwagon now. Um, if <laughs> We don't have room. <laughs> if, okay, let's say he did, um, he was, okay, obviously he has been reading her, uh, her journals the whole time via the spyware on her computer. So... He is he is jealous of Dexter. It, we we've it, it's it's really apparent this whole episode. So it, he's probably had a dual purpose. He he's been kill. Okay, the way he was killing it showed his mo. He said to his mother that every time he straps down the people, it was because it reminded him of being in the hospital where mm-hmm. his mother put him. Right. So it's kind of like he's fighting against her with every time he's killing a victim. It's his way of getting back at her. So not only has he been doing this, who knows how many dozens of victims he's killed, but additionally, he's been tracking and and looking at her computer stuff with the spyware. Now, where do you think he's... Well, I'm sure she's where she lives is, like, pretty public. You know, it's probably easy to find. So he has gotten into her computer, like, probably decades ago. Probably. And put mm-hmm. in this spyware and maybe been updating it every time. No, he's probably not been in the area. He's probably just had it there. I mean, you can hack into someone's computer wirelessly yeah. and install something on it. I mean, they have, you can, people can invite you to just take over their desktop and do whatever you need to do on their desktop. Yeah. So I'm sure it's possible for him to have done it long, long time ago. What, what I'm not a big fan of, though, is I can see how they're making the story from season one and Dexter's character come a little full circle with. Dexter didn't have that relationship with a mom. He didn't have any of that. So here's a character who does have the mom, but he still ends up the same way in a way. Um, it's just not that interesting. It's just we've we've all heard the serial killer story. Like, I'm a serial killer because I have mommy issues. It's like, okay, well, that's not very original. That's what I don't really like about this, having this be the main villain for the final season. 
Because I, because I mean, I always go back to the Trinity Killer, but it's just such a good killer. Of course, he had his mom issues or whatever, but it developed into something more than that. His character had so many dimensions that it was interesting. This character right. seems to only have mm-hmm. the one dimension. I have mommy issues, and I'm jealous of Dexter Morgan. I have another yeah. question about him. Um, why doesn't he have an English accent? Does anybody else find that strange? Because I, you don't want yeah. me trying to sound like him on the after show. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I feel like he's probably jumped around so much from like city to city, country to country, which is kind of weird. Like how how would well, I guess he could imitate anybody? How long ago was he out? Did he get? I thought he was. Escape. I thought he was in there till he was like seventeen. Yeah, he mm-hmm. at seventeen. That's Did when Dexter. Yeah, Dexter uh-huh. said this episode he was seventeen. He killed seven other people in that asylum, and from then on, you know, how many years ago was that? Twenty years. So twenty years is a long time mm-hmm. to to lose an accent, I guess. But I feel like even if he left England that day, I think at seventeen years you're you're locked into your. Not really. No. I, I had a southern accent growing up, and when I moved out here, I just kind of like scattered off the wind. I used to talk like this all the time. Hey, y'all. Like, I mean, it it, hey, y'all. it dissipates with time. It just depends on if you're one of those people that s- just talks how they are or if you're talking to someone and you slowly start adapting their accent. Mm-hmm. I think there's two different kinds of people who do – some who do that and some who don't. And if you get so used to talking around other people like them, then you just don't even notice it leaving you. And, right. and to a certain extent, yeah. I'm sure Oliver, he's blended in so well – like, we didn't even notice him. We were like, oh, whatever, who's this dude, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. we, we didn't even care about him, right? So I'm sure that's the way he blended in with so many people really well. And he's probably able to have a very superficial accent and just keep it up while he's in the United States mm-hmm. or in Miami. Yeah. I mean. All right, fair enough. He's, he's, a, he's a good actor, as from what we've seen. I mean, I you can... I use, I use Hugh Laurie as an example. Hugh Laurie has a very strong British accent. But everyone who's watched House, and that's all they've seen him in, will be like, no, he doesn't. And then you hear him speak, and he doesn't even sound exactly the same. So this is, this is someone who his whole life... Oh, I'm sorry. This is someone whose whole life is a fallacy. His whole life is acting. Mm-hmm. So for someone to get rid of an accent or grab an accent, I feel like it's just such second nature to them to be another person that they wouldn't even think about it two observations regarding oliver did you guys notice that he has his own kill outfit in a way he, he's his, where she knows like the b- bonobos ad <laughs> <laughs> yeah the bonobos killer <laughs> he's wearing those chinos but then on top of that the out uh, the shirt he's wearing it's like a three-quarter sleeve or like a long sleeve like kind of misty henley that he wears it's like black but it's kind of like gray misty because mm-hmm. he was wearing that in the kill with Zach in that video, and then he was wearing it again with his mother. Mm-hmm. So he's got his own little mo there. So he mm-hmm. went there wearing that outfit. So he went there planning to kill her. I feel like he did. I feel like I just don't. That one. Of, speaking of Zach, real quick, that's one of the things that I didn't. That kind of sets me off is that there's characters that I care about when they die, and there's characters that I don't really care about when they die. Um, one instance of that would be, uh, last, last season with LaGuerta. I wasn't, I mean, I cared when LaGuerta died, but then. You were happy. Yeah. Like, I was like, <laughs> I, was oh, like I remember like, Yes, this is a long time coming. It had a, it had a, it made sense. But then I'm trying to remember another show that I watched and a big character died and I just didn't really care. Oh, I don't want to spoil it for you. Walking Dead. I just, there was like one character who was bad who dies that I cared about and then one character who's 
really like you're supposed to be cheering for them and they die and I was just like eh it kind of felt like that when Vogel died I didn't really feel anything I see I always cringe at, at neck wounds that's the one thing that I can yeah. no seriously yeah. like <laughs> I see it because that's the one thing you can't do anything about you're like oh <laughs> you're screwed <laughs> like all your blood uh, is just gonna come out right now better go to a hospital oh wait you can't because you have 30 seconds to live no I don't I don't like that I can't even stand things. Anyway, besides the point, I, um, I didn't feel anything. But every time they played the video with the bone saw and Zach, like, wait, what are you, what are you I was like, shit, man. I yes. actually liked him when he died. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we all liked him. We, we, mm-hmm. we hated him at first. We thought he was a creepo weirdo. And, of course, you know, he, de- he developed his character and mm-hmm. as it went on. And now, now we miss him. But then why, why is Dexter – we don't really care about Vogel. Why does Dexter care about Vogel so much that he would con- – he's no longer forensics on the, on the team anymore. So he can't uncontaminate the crime mm-hmm. scene, which will eventually be found. Let's face it. I mean, she's – anyway, he's hugging the body, getting his DNA everywhere. He can't prevent it because he no longer works for the department. Well, he could and just he, say that he got, like, some weird phone call from her. And he rushed to her place. And there she was covered in blood. He didn't park his car. He yeah, just left in the middle yeah. of the street. <laughs> Not obvious. I would have liked it more, I think, if he was avenging Zach even, you know, like if he saw was, that video and then was like really wanted to kill him because of that. But I, then but then to have be so involved with Vogel, I was like, eh. Where was Zach's dead body hug? We all deserve a dead body <laughs> I hug. I mean, he got sawed while he was alive. I know. <laughs> but Zach was just his intern. He wasn't his mother, his spiritual mother. <laughs> Goes to show, nobody cares about interns. <laughs> 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 Another thing I wanted to bring up: When did Dexter become such a good hacker? Right? He was like, oh, the spyware. We can just it uh-huh. works both ways. Come on, man! Seriously, he looked into it a bit with Amy's ex. Remember the yes. comic guy? Uh-huh. And I think that's the first time we really see Dexter kind of hacking, as opposed to not just using his FBI or not FBI, the department sources to go into things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that seemed way too quick. It, it was like a log-on screen. Log-on! What name do you want to log on the spyware on this computer? Well, would Oliver like, says... Would you like to hack into someone's computer? Yes or no? Yeah. No, it's like she, he types in Oliver Saxon and it brings up the spyware that's on his computer like that. <laughs> Let me just search for all the spyware on my computer. Like, uh, oh, Anna's looking at my computer. I'm going to just go into her. Like, what? So yeah. yeah. Uh, but, lazy, lazy writing. Yeah, but now, let's see, Saxon's running about uh, with with his mother dead. And uh, at Dexter's contaminating crime scene. Anyway, let's see, was there anything else oh, about I just, them? Well, yeah, we can move on right away, but uh, contaminating the crime scene, did you notice when... Um with the, uh, the biker, the bicyclist, uh, at that crime scene where um, Masuka's daughter shows up and, and everything... How many people were walking through that crime scene? Did you did you notice there were just like a ton of people? I just thought it was there was no perimeter at all. Well, there were because there, there were yeah there were people standing, but there were so many people walking through it. It was yeah. amazing to me. Again, another thing that should have been in a little web series. That, yeah, his daughter doing something stupid because she's high at a crime scene. <laughs> Why was that in the episode? Where is that going? I, I really don't see two episodes left. Find out what Masuka's daughter owes money for. Well, I think that's kind of what you were saying when we were watching, too. With there, there's been so many little people here and there that I think kind of for the last, we want to see things happen to those major characters that we've been, like, invested yeah. in and, like, over all these years. Like, maybe if a little more would happen with Angel or, you know, like, some, some other things like that. 
like that to really keep us fueled in this yeah. last fi- in the last few episodes. Like, what the hell way is Elway going to do? <laughs> Can we? Uh, I know we want to do. Do you want to do Hannah or Quinn? Because I kind of want to get into Quinn. Well, I just want to mention before we get into our next topic that all of our AfterBuzz TV fans should go ahead and log on to iTunes in the search bar, type in Serial Buddies, and you're going to come up with one of the most awesome uh, films, indie films written and directed, awesome comedy written and directed by Kevin Undergaro, starring Maria Menounos, Christopher Lloyd, Christopher McDonald, Artie Lang, Kathy Lee Gifford's in it too. Like, wow, seriously, right? So download that thing for, what, $4.99? Yeah. And it's seriously, like... It's hilarious. It's like Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber together, and it helps us keep the lights on here at AfterBuzz TV. So be sure to download today, guys, because we need your help. And also, while you're there at the iTunes store, go to the podcast app and go ahead and type in Dexter AfterBuzz TV, and you'll come up with our podcast. Rate us, comment us, give us five stars, and it only takes a minute. This is our third to last Dexter podcast for AfterBuzz TV. We need all your comments. We do. Mm -hmm. We love them. Yeah, and we'll be be discussing some of our comments from our fans Mm -hmm. at the end of the show, too. We need a cumulative 60 more stars. That means at least, what's 60 divided by (laughs) 5? 12? 60 divided by 5? At least 12 more people need (laughs) So, arithmetic aside, (laughs) let's talk about Hannah in hiding and Dexter's goodbyes. So, to me, this episode, I want to jump into Dexter's goodbyes and we'll cover that fast. Um, It felt like it was really all about Dexter saying goodbye, like wrapping things up. And in a way, it's like the show is wrapping up for us. You know, it was was actually really nice to see Dexter at the crime scene, like, hugging... uh, Hugging Batista mm-hmm. and telling people like one at a time and sharing like tender moments with everybody, you know, like having beer with Deb. It was it was so nice to see that happening, and it reminded me of previous seasons when it was a little bit better. For us. <laughs> That's great, Sean. But um, we see him having beer with Deb in every episode. And <laughs> <laughs> this was a goodbye beer, Anna. This um, beer meant something. Well, in a beer where she was accepting his new life, yeah, and the family that he was going to start. She had a beer with Aunt, with Hannah. That's mm-hmm. the big thing, I'd say. What, yeah. what I did like about that scene with, with Deb is that I felt like she finally let that wall down. And she said, um, you act like this doesn't even affect me. You know, she was kind of like on the verge of tears. So mm-hmm. it's like she was finally admitting, hey, I still love you. You're my brother. And later they had that conversation. She was like, I can't picture my life without you. And so I, it's, it was good to see her finally... I like, else go. I like that she kind of realized she was being a bit of a hypocrite in that she has that moment where she talks to him like, you, you act like this doesn't affect me. And then when she's talking to Quinn and Quinn's like, well, I need to, I need to get away from everyone, away from my family to really come into my own, like that kind of thing. And then he says, well, maybe you should think about what's happy for Dexter. And it's like, you're being really selfish, Dexter, which she's got to realize, well, if you want him to stay... And have who he loves possibly get arrested or never see her again. I mean, that's also selfish on your behalf, Deb. And I think that's what kind of... Her talk with Quinn is what probably solidified her being okay, sort of, maybe. With with Deb and Dexter, I'm sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. With with Deb and Dexter, I feel like when she said that you're you know you're my only family, she that it you know well well she said this doesn't affect or this does affect me rather. Yeah, they he is her only family, like. Harry's gone. Their 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 mother's obviously not around. We've never seen their her mother. Uh, 
there, there's nobody for her anymore. The only person who would be there would be the police family, which is mm-hmm. awesome because she's going back to that. So that's going to soften the blow a little bit. But Dexter is Dexter's been there the longest. He grew up with her. But and also speaking of selfish, a little selfish on Dexter's side because he's just completely forgotten about Aster and Cody. He's going to go out and give them their last goodbye. These are two kids. He got their mom killed, and <laughs> he's just like, oh, I'm going to go off and start my new family. If I was those kids, I'd be a little bit angry. You know, I, I thought so. about that too. With that last, that one line he gives him, like, oh, I got to say goodbye to Aster. Because and Cody. they That's- knew we were all thinking, like, what about them? And then they threw it away with the one little line. I'm like, oh, those poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> They've been through a lot. <laughs> I'll give them r- r- phone note. Remind myself to give Esther and Cody a call and send them a five dollar check on yeah. Valentine's like their totally. birthday. <laughs> Greetings from yeah. Argentina. It really, <laughs> really got kids. screwed. <laughs> Show like Harrison like in a brand new car and everything. Yeah. Like, hey guys, yeah. hope you're doing well. <laughs> So so let's talk about uh, Hannah. She pretty much totally gives herself up when she uh, she takes Harrison to the emergency room, right? And who who saw? Come on, that was like so transparent that that was going to happen from the second they showed the treadmill and him like playing yeah. on it, right? Yeah, the first time she yeah. couldn't whip up some sort of potion, poison, the plant thing that would just stop the she couldn't <laughs> the bleeding. It's called or... a band aid. <laughs> yeah. It's called dyeing your hair. Why does it? Why hasn't she done anything to disguise her appearance? Ball. What does it matter with you? Can we talk about that scene really quick where Harrison (laughs) let me just say I don't know who directed this episode I didn't look into it, I probably should have what were you thinking? That was just (laughs) like what? You, You go eight seasons without something that looks that terrible and then you throw a rag doll like, <laughs> like, what were you thinking? Like, I would have, I would have believed it more if it was the treadmill, and then it just shows Hannah, and then you hear something break and something, and see him lying on the floor with the blood. But then, like, him <laughs> slipping, and then showing Hannah, then showing him flying against an ottoman, then showing Hannah, then showing him covered in blood. Yeah, the blood was a little overdramatic. Yeah. I I feel like showing him into an ottoman was a little overdramatic. <laughs> I'm actually glad it's like somebody swung him. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't paying careful attention to that scene, so we didn't. I didn't. I didn't catch it being like a dummy. It, it was off. like a funnier guy video. I was like laughing. Oh god. Anyway, so <laughs> Clayton's on to her now, all thanks to her taking Harrison to the emergency room and the nurse recognizing, oh, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, you know, a couple of things went through my mind because it was kind of an ambiguous scene. I was like, okay, is she calling because she recognizes her from wanted posters? Or, there, or is it going to show her, like, look at a wanted poster down below the desk of the emergency room? Or... Maybe it's because, oh, this is like a mother that abused her child when you called DCFS. And and it ended up being because she recognized you from TV. Mm-hmm. So Clayton comes. He sees that Deborah's signature. Well, it's not Deborah's signature, but she signed as Deborah Morgan, which is totally, like, it, it, it makes it even more clear, like, oh, now we know mm-hmm. Deborah's got to be involved in this, too. So Clayton's like, hey, the wheels are turning. Ding, 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 ding. He's putting stuff together. You said something, Stephen, about it took somebody from the from outside of you know, the, the yeah, series. Yeah, it, it, it takes a cut from outside the series to actually put two and two together. I mean, once after they killed Dokes, basically it was just Wolf in a hen house. Like no one, <laughs> like nobody suspected Dexter except LaGuerta, But then she's she's out. Yeah. Well, what do you think is going to happen 
now, now that she signed in as Deb, do you think he's just going to come back to Deb's house? And Oh, he knows it's Hannah. But, I, right, you don't, unless Dexter walks up to Deb and be like, hey, Deb, can you dye your hair blonde? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised that, okay, we saw when Deb and Harrison were playing at the beach that Hannah was just outside on the porch yeah. watching. You would have thought that Clayton would have been, you know, like kind of staked out the place first if he had suspicions like that. But, you know, obviously he he didn't. But I could have mm-hmm. I could have saw him like using binocs and like looking out there. Binocs. No, you're yeah. right. Like, do you, <laughs> if somebody has a beach house, do you go to the front door and ring the doorbell or knock, or do you just go around the back to the beach and see if they're on the beach and then talk to them there? Like he didn't knock on the door. He didn't like ring the doorbell because Hannah went inside earlier. You'd think that he would look through a window. Hannah was just making lunch in the freaking kitchen. Like, yeah. Well, he did kind of park on the side, though, and then I could see walking to just just around the house. Okay. I grew up on a lake, and there's numerous times we didn't ever knock. We just right, went around to the outside. Okay. Before, but I still think he would have looked in the house. Yeah. And all if he was suspicious, yeah, he would have checked it out more. All of this wouldn't have happened if Batista didn't spill the beans. Oh, could, yeah. could you close the door? Could you close the door? If this is supposed to be on the down yeah. low, but... <laughs> Dexter's leaving. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Red flag. We have a winner. I think Batista should have said it's none of your business. Yeah, he could have yeah. done that. Seriously, but, you know, who knows? Like, who knows? He just, he, he thought he was just being helpful, professional courtesy, I guess, you know. Yeah. Anyway. And he blew it. Mm-hmm. I just. Sure did. What's, what's the agent's name? The marshal? Clayton. Clayton. Deputy Marshal Clayton. I forgot his name too. I had to. I feel. Listen. I feel bad for not liking his character because I don't not like his character because of how he plays him. He plays the character well, and the character is who he's supposed to be. I don't like the character because there's no point in having the character. I feel like this is a job for Quinn, and if Quinn wasn't, if they weren't too busy fleshing out Quinn's relationship with Amy or Deb and all this crap, Quinn would be the one who'd be. Like, trying to flag down this, trying to flag down this. I could see the whole Zach Hamilton... Quinn's completely dropped the Zach Hamilton thing. I could see that leading into maybe seeing Hannah and then getting himself on that. And then Quinn would inherit what this character is doing now. Because he was already slightly suspicious of Dexter. We have that background. But we don't need a new character for this. And Quinn, after all of last season being such a huge role with Katya, with like having such a huge dark storyline... He, he he really his story has been kind of blah. It's season. been a it's been a love show. It could have been interesting with him or Batista too, because yeah. if, if the marshal would have clued him and then he had the thought afterwards and then started checking into it, then he would have you would have had the dynamic too with Quinn just dumping Jamie and then him finding out that wait Deb is no, now harboring Hannah and it could have had more layers too with characters that we already love. See, that would have made it more interesting, you're, you're right, JJ, if that happened, and then we end up having giving Dexter the choice about, hey, what do I need to do about these guys? These guys are like, my, they're practically my family at the police department. Mm-hmm. Should I kill them? Should I just trank them until I'm gone? <laughs> like, fall, you know, give them, like, keep them somewhere as a hostage, and then, like, call later to release them? I don't know. What, what's wrong with sending Hannah and Harrison ahead? By the way, why can't you do that? There are like so many options. Or just sending Hannah ahead. Right. She, she has a yeah. clean passport too. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez, man. So that dumb. would make too much sense, Anna. Okay. God. Me. That would conflict with Harry talking <laughs> over Dexter's shoulder. Uh, I, the one thing that I, I don't think is with Deputy Marshal, Deputy Marshal Clayton, he 
he speaks a bit like a, I don't know, like he's from the San Fernando Valley or like he surfs. Uh, he doesn't have like <laughs> cop talk because he's like, it might be nothing, but <laughs> I've heard rumors that Hannah McKay is here. And it's like, I don't know. It just, he doesn't sound like, you know, cops have like a certain cop talk that they do. I was driving on the 101 <laughs> and I saw a PJ Cruiser that looked like Hannah McKay was driving it. <laughs> she got off of yeah. the 405, so I think she might be at Deb's. Good one. Yeah. Okay, was there anything else? I feel like we're dry on that topic. <laughs> um, let's move on to Quinn is back. With oh, the traffic, the traffic on that topic is terrible. <laughs> Total traffic jam. So Quinn is back with Deb. All right. Very happy about this one. I think everybody loves it, especially you two ladies. Yeah. It was a cute scene. Mm-hmm. You know, when he Finally. broke up with Amy and she still made him dinner. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm talking about the scene where they <laughs> she left him beef and and vegetables. Uh, it looked like it was uh, carne asada. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it looked so good. <laughs> it did. But he yeah, does probably. <laughs> I know. Like that's. I can say that's like a that's a good way to break up. Like she leaves. She's already made you dinner, and you're just like. And he's just gonna have a beer and he's gonna have enjoy a beer and stuff. Go back, meet up with Deb, like she said he would. <laughs> yeah. So, Batista, I, I, how do you think Batista's gonna feel about this now? Because he should be happy, and I think the the thing that Quinn didn't say that I think would have that he probably talked to he will probably say to Batista in next episode is probably say something like she was holding back her future for something that wasn't going anywhere, and like that's another thing. It's it's not. Guys don't really like it when girls give up their lives to be... It's, like, too clingy. It's not even clingy. It's more of just not having your, your priorities straight. Like, this is this is a position at a place that would have your career started, and you want to hold off and keep sending out resumes because, oh, you want to be with me. It's like, I mean, learn where to put the line. Yeah, I felt like from the conversation that Batista had with Deb, like, he was just, he was just really blasé about it, right? He was just like, yeah. okay, man, like, that's his decision, you know? Like... You give him peace of your mind, I'll give him peace of mind. You think he's probably happy, though? I mean, it's Quinn. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah, I was going to say, I don't know that he was ever sold on the fact of Jamie being with Quinn. And I think, you know, he's worked with Deb and Quinn for so long, so he was there when they were engaged and stuff. So I think he's okay with the fact that they'll get back together. Yeah, hopefully. Did anybody notice that Deb likes to wear stripes a lot this season? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like yeah. every episode. And and she's she is bulking up, which is really cool. You know, it makes her look a little bit more attractive. But it's it, and I, get, I think they're still trying to make her look a little bit bigger because don't stripes make you, like, look bigger, I think, right? Uh, horizontal that way. Ones, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the horizontal lines. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, a little side note. I think they were that th- that part. <laughs> you okay over there? We, yeah, no, I. It, sorry. Are you tearing up about yeah. Devin Quinn? Well, I, yeah. just, I was just noticing that she's wearing like horizontal. Oh, stripes. I am. Yeah. Am I bul- bulked up today? Yeah, I was just wondering if you're you like <laughs> careful what you say, Sean. <laughs> Great, I'm so, gonna get home. I'll be like camera added fifty pounds tonight. Thanks, Sean. Uh, no worries. So, side note, <laughs> side note, it seemed to me like the scene that they were shooting with uh, with Deb and Quinn hooking up, you know, for the first time in a long time, uh, it seemed like that was probably in, like, the San Pedro area, because I, I went, actually, kayaking around there recently. I was like, oh, that looks either that or, like, Newport, you know, like, those, like, canals in that, that area. So, it was pretty neat to see that little side note. Yeah. Well, they shoot a lot in Long Beach. Yeah. 
And I know Belmont Shores, they have a lot of canals there and there, too, the harbor area, too. Yeah. Yeah, actually, I think that's that's what, that's probably where I was, like, kayaking mm-hmm. around. Anyway, uh, was there anything else on Quinn? What were we talking about? We're Quinn talking and about- Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn and Dad got I mean, together. just got into San Pedro. I, oh, I, uh, one last thought. I kind of half felt like during the the first lunch that Quinn was having with Jamie that he was just going to tell her right there because he's that yeah. kind of guy who wants to like just spill his guts right yeah I kind of yeah. did too uh, but he he didn't they they had to save it until the last part of the episode <laughs> anyway I love Jamie like walks out of the office and just Deb's like hey and she's like Fuck yourself yeah that was Go a good yourself. one F yourself, girl. All right, let's go ahead and move into our news and gossip. After Buzz TV News. All right, I got a bunch of tweets up there in the Twitterverse. So, uh, at J. Scott Amy, Scott Reynolds, one of the um, producers on the show, uh, he tweeted a while ago, uh, well, there you go, Dexter episode 809, September 8th is my episode. Hope you all enjoy. Thanks for following along, hashtag Dexter. So we know that Scott Reynolds uh, helped to write this episode that we saw tonight, and I'm so glad it was an improvement from last time. Thank goodness. Mm -hmm. Also, we had at show underscore Dexter tweet, a message to at TWC and at Bright House Care customers programming Mm -hmm. on all Showtime channels has resumed. For oh, more info, yeah. and they give a link there, a bit.ly link. So, hey, that's awesome for you guys who watch Showtime on cable at, uh, with Time Warner Cable. Just, did they just work that out? Yeah. Yeah, five days ago. Crazy. Yeah, went on for weeks. Yeah, that's amazing. Uh, Amy, at Amy underscore Garcia tweets, Bill Murray coaches our hashtag Woody's Wiffle team with Bill, at Bill Deck and at CM Punk we look so 1930s watch tonight at CSN Chicago so she had this little tweet uh, about last week I think it's a funny little twit pic it's on my Twitter I retweeted it from um, Amy Garcia's account uh, you'll enjoy it they look kind of funny they look like something out of yeah like a 1930s baseball league it's pretty It's pretty cute uh, also uh, Amy Garcia also tweeted from her account First hashtag Robocop trailer. So I retweeted that. Go ahead and go to my um, my Twitter account, and you guys can click on the link there and go ahead and check that out. It's it's interesting. I haven't seen it yet. I'm getting around to it, but I really want to see it because I'm a big you, Robocop. You fan. see Amy in it. You Good. get you get a nice like three second shot of Amy. All right. Excellent. Uh, any other news and gossip from anybody? I, I have something. Um, Michael C. Hall did. Uh, he had an interview on the Today Show, and uh, they talked about the. Uh, finale, the, the final finale. Um, and he said of it, uh, I don't think the ending will leave any huge questions in the air uh, like they did with the Sopranos in terms of what was the next frame or where are they headed. Um, there will be some interpretation left for people to debate about. There will be a pretty broad spectrum to the response. Some people will be satisfied. Some people will wish it had gone down differently. Some people will be both of those things. Wow. So that's not really encouraging, I feel. <laughs> but, um. that's, that's actually interesting that you say that in in his in the quote there, he said that there's interpretation and stuff. We had some comments from fans on our YouTube channel. One of them, uh, Mr. Fard1930 said, what if it turns out that Vogel is Dexter's therapist in prison and it turns out that he went crazy after Rita's death or maybe Deb's death? That would be fascinating if that happened, but... but Vogel's dead now, so... Vogel's yeah. dead now, so that's the um, he, he also said Hall wouldn't say much about where things will go, but he did reveal that he thinks Dexter deserves a happy ending of sorts, and for the killer, that would mean being released from his compulsion. 
So. Maybe he'll get a lobotomy. Maybe. <laughs> That's all I have. Okay, I got one last comment that I wanted to read out. Um, this is from nrgmomo99 on our YouTube channel. Laugh out loud, it really feels like you guys don't really like Dexter that much. But we do. That's wrong. We love Dexter. We love, we Dexter, love it so yeah. much. I think that's why just last it's, episode we were disappointed because we were so excited. Yeah. So It's just like that good friend that it's just kind of going on a bad road and you want to just be like, come on, buddy. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're just great. We're doing helpful criticism right now and it's the last season we should be enjoying the ride and hey this was an enjoyable episode Mm -hmm, so thank Mm -hmm. goodness for that yeah anyway let's move into our predictions yes and now your after buzz tv predictions flashy lights i love lamp (laughs) if that was a clapper read i'll be like okay i I feel so that My prediction, I feel like Clayton is going to die next time. Mm. Um, and I think what would make most sense, actually, is that Hannah does it. Because Dexter's got it. He's going to be so preoccupied. He's going to be off doing his stuff. Hannah's going to be there maybe trying to get to the airport or something with with Harrison in tow. And she she's she's got to kill him. She she's gonna do it. She's good at it. She'll she'll poison mm-hmm. him in some way. She'll who knows? Maybe she'll just like smack him around with some blunt object and kill him. Be kind of nice to see her do a kill again. Yeah, yeah. I think if she kills anyone, it's gonna be Elway mm. at the airport with the candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, the, re- the revolver. Uh, Anna. Uh, I just think that. Deb and Quinn are going to be on like the fast track. They're going to move in together right away and get married, elope, even if you will, like before Dexter leaves town, so that he can be at the wedding. That's what I have. <laughs> Dexter, you got to come. Nice. To, you gotta come <laughs> to the wedding before you yeah. leave. She, he's got to give her away. Yeah, <laughs> true that. I think we'll see. Probably, I think. They're shaping up Quinn and Deb to be the happy ending. Does mm-hmm. everyone agree with that mm-hmm. kind of? Like, they're the people who it's going to be like the three months later, like, they're together and they're solving crime spinoff story. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have one of those big one of those big situations at the end in the finale where Dexter and Hannah, they all have to get on this thing. They have to figure out this thing. And Elway is going to have the cops raid the plane. And it's going to be Dexter and Harrison on one plane, and then ha- Hannah's going to be on another plane already on the way to Argentina. Like you said, like, why do they have to go mm-hmm. together? I don't think they have to. I think it's going to be – they can't really get Dexter for anything, technically, with, re- involving Just Hannah, for, except harboring yeah, a fugitive. But it. even then, like, they don't – they can't really prove it at this point. Really, they can't right. prove it unless they catch him together. So if they're on a different plane, they're just going to stop Dexter's plane. She's going to get away. And it could be circumstantial yeah. evidence because she is with his son. So that's no, he'd be with his son. Oh yeah, that's right. Well, anyway, I think that about does it for us here. Did, did you have a prediction? I'll, I'm sorry. I'll ju- I'm jumping on yours, but I, I do think the ring might resurface. You know that yeah. uh, Quinn gave her, and I don't know. I, I I almost feel like maybe they have to fake Hannah's death or something. Some. Something bigger has got to happen in the fi- in the have, final. Have you noticed that none of us have brought up Oliver at all in any of our predictions? Yeah. <laughs> we're more interested in Quinn and Deborah and yeah. Dexter and Hannah than we're like uh, Oliver. Yeah. It's like he says something. He, yeah. We like him. Vogel, he killed Vogel, so Dexter. You know what? Just let him go. Yeah. Kudos to Oliver. We, we see in the, we see in the previews. He says you have to decide between having your life or chasing me. 
So, I mean, I don't know. Will will we see a choice with Dexter where he lets him go? Like, will he make that decision to let him go to have his own life? Well, anyway, be sure to tune in next week, and you guys will find out what we think of next week's episode. And if you guys want to follow, hey, give me a follow at Sean Austin O on Twitter. Give me a follow at Stephen Lemieux, S-D-E-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-U-X. And check us out, or check me out next Thursday for the season finale of Graceland on USA. If you like Dexter, you'll probably like Graceland. It's got great freaking writing. Nice. And I'm at JJ Jurgens. Uh, and I'm Koppel for Mayor, K-O-P-P-E-L-F-O-R-M-A-Y-O-R. Ooh. Thanks so much, guys. We'll buzz with you next week. Thank you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.